Welcome to the Enter the Fangirls podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Lexi, and we're two girls with a slight obsession of everything pop culture. Uh, fair warning, this episode is kind of possibly going to be a little bit of a mess. Um, we, don't, yes. we don't often do movie reviews, which yeah. is kind of strange, but again, not really a lot of stuff has come out that we both want to see. Mm-hmm. And like, also just, it's kind of a pain to go to the theater sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and we and we like older movies and stuff. So now we're doing a movie review. But we would I'd be happy to do older movie reviews too. But I don't know if people would actually Yeah. Like watch those. But anyway, we're gonna be talking about X, which came out last month, I think. Yes. Um, but Lexi just finally saw it. I saw it twice in theaters. <laughs> I was stoked. I loved it. So I finally convinced Lexi to watch it and I'm like, girl. You, you don't have to fully convince me. I wanted no. to watch it. I just didn't want to go to the movie theaters to That's watch true. it. <laughs> and as soon as it came out on digital, I'm like, I gotta tell X to watch yes. it. Like, it just, it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Especially because I'm not a big horror fan. Yeah. That's why I was, like, worried. I'm like, is she gonna like this? Is she gonna watch it? I don't know if she'll like it. But, like, I guess we'll kind of talk about it when we get into it. It's yeah. not, like, it's, like, a horror movie, but, like, it's not super scary. Maybe I'm just desensitized to, like... No, I mean, I didn't think it was scary either, and you know I don't like horror movies, and I just, I'm fine with, like, blood and gore, but it's more, like, jump scares. See, I'm and, not like, good with blood and gore, which is so yeah, funny, that so I like weird. horror movies, but I don't like blood and gore, and you hate them, and you like blood and gore, I don't get it. Well, we'll discuss the one scene in here that made me a little squeamish, but yeah. it's, like, the most littlest thing ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I was the same way, too. Um, but yeah, it's kind of gonna just be, like, our scream five review I guess yeah where we're just gonna go through the plot with you so if you haven't seen it like spoilers (laughs) we're we're spoiling the entire movie yeah um so go watch it it's on digital now um yeah we're just gonna give our thoughts as we go because I think that's the best way to do it yeah just quickly before we start I feel like if you like any a24 film or like their style I feel like you'll really like this movie yeah if you're not like a horror fan it's very A24. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you're in, like, if you kind of look like campiness kind of poor, I feel like it's kind of campy at times. It's yeah. very over the top at times, and it just, yeah. like, it's very bizarre, but it's really good. Yeah. yeah. I think if you like Ty West at all, either, I know he's done a lot of other movies, so I think if you like him, you'll probably like this. And it's got a great cast. Like, it's kind of perfectly cast, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. I don't really think we can say anything else about it without spoiling. So just yeah, definitely not. <laughs> watch the trailer if you think you'll like it. Go watch it and then tell yeah. us what you think and come back here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so shall we just start then? Yes, we shall. So the movie opens in kind of like a... I don't know how you would explain it. Kind of like... It just... It's the aftermath of everything that happens. So it's set. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did you miss that? <laughs> no, I was like, what are you talking about? It opens at a strip club. And- <laughs> no, so it opens with the cops coming to the crime scene. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like walking through and they're like, oh my God, like what happened here? And then it goes in and it's like 24 hours earlier or something. And then it 
yeah. the rest of the movie is just showing what brings us to that, that point. point. Yeah. And everything that you see in that first shot will come back later because it ends kind of on a cliffhanger there. They go to the basement and they're like, you need to see this. And you don't know what's there because then it shoots right to the rest yeah. of the beginning of the movie, I guess. I'm all over the place already. So yeah, then it goes straight into the first of many amazing scene changes I find. I think they're so cool. Yeah. And scene transitions are just scene transitions. Like, they're nothing exciting. But for some reason, I loved them here. They did them so good. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about another one I really like later, which I just thought was brilliant, even though I absolutely hated it. You'll understand when I get there. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so it opens with us seeing Maxine doing an absurd amount of cocaine. And I just had to write this because that would kill you, would it not? I don't know uh, anything I've never about taken cocaine, cocaine so I'm either. not entirely sure. But like, even like when I went and saw with my cousin, like as soon as that scene happened, she's like, "That would kill you." Like it's like a, a lot. I mean, I'm sure if you're like taking enough cocaine, maybe you're yeah. you become immune to it. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't I mean, know. Clearly, man. I think like with how much she does it throughout this movie, I'm pretty sure she's like a pro at this point. But like, it was yeah. a lot. It was I a lot. I feel like it had no effect on her. No, really. Which is wild. Yeah. yeah. Must have been some really bad cocaine. Maybe it wasn't cocaine at all. Maybe it was just... Maybe powder. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's Maxine, who we're going to basically follow the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Played by Mia Goth, who I'd actually, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. I've never seen her in anything either, and I, she kind of scared me. I found out that she's engaged or married to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> No, she's not. <laughs> yes, she is. But, yeah, so we meet uh, Maxine. And then her boyfriend, producer, whatever he is, Wayne, comes in. They have a little smooch. And then he says, let's go on the trip. Everybody's waiting. We're going to go. And then she delivers the line. I think she kind of delivers a few times. She's like, I'm a fucking movie star. Yeah. And... I will not accept a life I do not deserve. I, after I watched this, I talked in a Western Southern accent for like a good few days. It's a problem. (laughs) Um, um, But yeah, so then they all get on the bus and we meet the other crew members here. Uh, Bobby Lynn, who might actually be my favorite character here. She's so funny. Played by Brittany Snow from Pitch Perfect in a very wildly different role. Like, wildly different. And then Kid Cudi, who plays Jackson, who's also really great in this. I don't know anything really about his music. I know he's a singer, rapper, whatever. Why did I not get rid of that? It was Kid Cudi. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know until I literally read the cast and I'm like, isn't he a singer? Good for him. I actually don't know what Kid Cudi looks like, so. <laughs> well, he looks like Jackson in this movie, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then it's uh, everybody's favorite girl right now, Jenna Ortega. Yes. Um, everybody was pretty excited for her to be in this, but we'll talk more about her later because we both have a scene we love. Um, and then it's, what's his name? Owen Campbell as RJ who is Jenna's boyfriend slash the cameraman. 
And she's kind of like the sound person. Yeah, she, I think she's kind of more along for the ride and helping out her boyfriend. Okay. I know she's the sound person here, but every single time I saw this, I couldn't get over the fact that she literally looks like she's doing nothing except holding a crane. Like, it doesn't even look like she's trying to, like, get good sound or anything. She's just standing there the entire movie just holding a microphone, like, completely far away from everybody. I'm like, girl, you're not helping. (laughs) But it's very funny. Um, But, yeah. Bobby Lynn is very outgoing. They're all very quick. Uh, when they get the script, because they're, it's announced then that they're making a porno. <laughs> um, I've lovingly referred to this film as a horno. <laughs> um, but yeah, they find out that they're going to be doing a porno because RJ wants to believe that he can make an art house porn. He thinks he can make an adult film look artistic and beautiful and get some accolades for it. I mean, good for him. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, he's very ambitious. We love that for him. Um, so then they get the script, and it's called The Farmer's Daughter, which is kind of perfect. It's so cheesy. Yes. It's ex- it's exactly the kind of thing that you would find from the 70s. Like, there's 100% yeah. of porn there called The Farmer's Daughter. A thousand percent. There's probably yeah. multiple. There's probably <laughs> multiple, but... um. Yeah, I mean, so, if you got a farm girl fetish. <laughs> yeah, watch this movie. Yeah. You're going to love it. Um, if you have a few fetishes, this movie. Yeah. Man, it's got some wild stuff. Ugh. Um, but they're all going to Texas to right. have some nice scenery. Scenery? Scenery, yeah. <laughs> some scenery for this porno. That's basically the gist of it. They're going to Texas to shoot a porno. Are they not from Texas? Um, great question. Maybe they're, they're just going, going deeper in Texas. I think they're going deeper through Texas. I think they're in, like, the boondocks. Oh, yeah, no. Definitely. I'm sure, like, they're in, like, Houston, Dallas, Austin, Texas. I feel like it is Houston. Okay, and then they just travel until the boondocks of Texas. Yeah. All we know is they're in Texas. Never travel into the boondocks of Texas after watching this movie. No, never. <laughs> You'll never look at a lot of things the same way after this movie. Never. Um, what happens next? They There's like a, a scene I don't really get of just a cow that was hit on the road. And I don't really get why that was relevant to the story here. It didn't really make any sense to me. It's really Maybe not. it's a metaphor that death is coming. Wow, maybe you're right. I don't know. <laughs> wow. No, I think you're kind of right maybe there, because it's kind of like an uneasy, like weird, yeah. creepy thing. It's very gross, though. Yeah. I did not need to see, like, cow innards on a freaking truck. On Route 66. Route 66. Um, yeah, then they all get to the place. It's kind of like an Airbnb. (laughs) (laughs) Airbnb. No, like, exactly what it is. But I was also, I was thinking the same thing. But I was like, oh, I'm sure he just picked it through Airbnb. I'm like, this is the 70s. Yeah, no, I really want to know. Okay, obviously, like, maybe this just makes me sound way too, like, modern and millennial. 
but like they're like or gen z whatever it is um but like how did they find this like is it just in the paper no yeah i'm sure there was like a listing okay i don't know how like that kind of stuff worked before technology maybe yeah yeah i don't know either also like how would they have i'm not gonna think too much of it Anyway, they they go stay at this little house, kind of like a little Airbnb. Very cute. Like, I kind of love it. It's very quaint, very adorable. Um, I am going to be a little nerd here. There are so many references to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, it's set in the 70s in Texas. But the house specifically, I know you haven't seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm -hmm. I admittedly haven't either. But I've seen enough of it to, like, kind of know. Um, but, like, there's a scene of Maxine walking into the house, and it's shot, like, from down below, and then kind of pans up, and that's exactly a shot in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre when they're walking up towards the house, and just, like, the layout of this house as well looks exactly like the house in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I was, like, half expecting, like, the old man to just, like, pop out from behind a door and just, like, smack her over the head. It didn't happen, but it would have been very interesting. Um, but yeah, so Wayne goes up to the door, is knocking, and he isn't getting a response, but then the old man (laughs) comes out and is like, what the hell are you doing on my lot? And then he points a gun at him, which kind of freaked me out. I'm like, oh, this man is sick. He is sick. And he's gross looking. He is. Like... It's not even, like, ageist, <laughs> because they're not even old people. It's, like, actors in old makeup, which I kind of hate. So do I. think I. that's, like, my, like, one downfall about this movie is I wish they would have just gotten elderly actors. No, I, absolutely. Because I feel like the old, like, the aging makeup just looks way over the top for me. I feel and like that's what made it scarier. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know. I think also just, like, them having Mia Goth play... Pearl and Maxine made no sense because the entire movie I knew they were the same person mm-hmm. and I was like expecting them to be linked somehow and they're not like yeah. honestly at a point I thought it was a time travel thing and like yeah, so Pearl I. was from the future or something I don't know it's not there's literally no reason for it except Mia Goth is great but I don't know it just felt weird to me I don't like that yeah, I thought I, like, spoiled something. <laughs> no, because I knew going into, and I the whole entire movie, I'm just like, is something here? That's why I, like, told you. I'm like, no, don't even think yeah. about it. You will drive yourself nuts like I did. Okay, fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, the old guy kind of, like, freaks all of us out. Everyone in the movie, too. And then Maxine grabs a gun out of the glove box in the truck which is important later on okay I was gonna say I'm like please tell me you remembered that I do I don't remember her grabbing it then but I mean obviously I remember later on that okay I guess I I did not miss that one I'm like I'm like you've watched this more recently than I do listen I my attention span just lost (laughs) it's okay um, but yeah, she grabs the gun out, 
and is about to go defend Wayne, but like he calms it down. Situation's good. And the old guy takes them to their little residence. And this is one of my favorite shots is just like them walking through this giant, like overgrown field of grass. And it's just like such like a wide shot. And you just, mm-hmm. they look like little tiny ants. And they're, it's so pretty. This movie's so pretty. I will geek out multiple times on how pretty the cinematography is in this. Because I'm yes. obsessed. I was literally waiting for it to come out on digital or something just so I'd be able to like take screen grabs of it because I was not going to take pictures in a movie theater. So then they get into their little humble abode for the night. I can't, okay, also, I can't believe they spent this money just to film a porno for one night. I mean, listen, if you're really committed into making this one of the best pornographic movies ever. They're dedicated. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, but, like, also, in retrospect, it's called The Farmer's Daughter. You're not going to film The Farmer's Daughter in some dirty motel. You you gotta get get there. (laughs) Fair. Fair. Um, but also, like, they already kind of put off the older guy who is named Howard. But I'm probably just going to end up referring to them as the old couple. Yeah, like, I genuinely didn't know they had names. <laughs> yeah, until later on, because it's yeah. very hard to miss his name later on. Awesome. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so they, um, they like, immediately kind of peeve him because... He's like, you didn't tell me you had all these people. And yeah. Wayne's like, oh, I thought I would just bring you some extra money and it'd be okay. Sorry about that. And then Howard's uh-huh. immediately like, I don't like you very much. And then they shoot a porno. <laughs> yeah it also really confuses me that it was shot out of order because I was like trying to figure out, like, okay, this is way before digital. Yeah. How are we fitting this into chronological order with the story? Yeah. I really want to know how that kind of stuff worked back then. I'm, I think, like, you have to actually, like, physically cut the film and, like, that's what I think. Oh, my gosh. He's dedicated. Yeah. Also, like, why wouldn't they have just filmed it chronologically? Maybe they did and we just didn't see it play out chronologically? I don't know. I don't know. And they also had to figure out, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they start filming it, and it's just, I took my brother to see this. My brother and his friend, because I just wanted to go see this movie, and no one will go see it with me, and he said he would. Watching this movie with your family is so awkward. <laughs> I never thought I'd see Britney Stowe's boob. No, <laughs> that was Aka traumatizing, honestly. Um... <laughs> I hate you for that. Um, but, like, it's kind of funny. Just the first thing I... Okay, no, that's all. I remember her from The Pacifier. But, like, from John Tucker Must Die to this. And I was like, yeah. good for you, girl. Good for you. And she's, you know, she's doing great. I love yeah. her in this. Um, And you know what? Kid Cudi's kind of cute. So she's really hitting the jackpot here, honestly. Also, when I was reading reviews for this movie, someone... One of the reviews was the Texas Backshot Massacre, and I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's basically just a very gratuitous, over-the-top sex scene that you would see in any cheesy porno, yeah. and it's great. It's great. Like, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to say about it. 
Nah. Um, Lorraine's kind of like who's Jenna Ortega is kind of just standing awkwardly and very judgmentally. Um, RJ is in heaven as he films this. Yes, he is. Yeah. And then, uh, after, uh, what's, after, uh, Bobby Lynn's, you know, cleaning herself up and tosses the rag at poor Lorraine. The poor girl's already traumatized enough. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, also, while all this is going on, uh, Maxine is, took a little detour from the mall. Yeah. And she went for a nice little exploration. She went for a little swim in the lake. Um, unbeknownst to her, she was being followed by Pearl. And an alligator. Oh, my God, yes. That scene terrified me. As soon as I saw the alligator, I'm like, she's going to die. She's going to get eaten. She's the star of the movie, but I thought she was going to get eaten, like, 20 minutes in. Um, again, another one of my favorite shots, just, like, watching her, like, swim. And, like, it's, again, a wide shot. And just the giant lake. And you can just see, like, her looking all tiny. And then an alligator starts falling after her. And it gave me so much anxiety. I'm like, this bitch's foot is going to get eaten off. Like, just hoist yourself up on there, girl. Also, like, how did she just, like, like I thought alligators swam faster than that, but whatever. Everything I've learned apparently is alive. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um, but then she gets out of the water and she's walking back, and then she bumps into the old lady who calls her in for some lemonade. And it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. They just, like, literally sit there. In silence. Yeah, it's so odd and weird. And Pearl makes me very uncomfortable. Same. So they're having their little lemonade, and then... Maxine like just gulps it down and is like okay I should probably get back now and then she's about to walk out of the house but Pearl like starts showing her all these pictures on the wall and is like that was me on my wedding day and this was me and just she's so unsettling it's weird yeah creepy feels unsafe um but then they hear Howard come home so Maxine like kind of just like rushes out of the house I don't know why they're like so like, against, like, I don't know why she's so worried about being caught by him, because, like, wouldn't you want someone who, like, gets along with your house guests? I don't know. True. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, she, like, runs away, and then she gets, like, a jump scare that, like, actually really got me, and she runs, like, straight into Wayne, and it scares the crap out of me. Um, it's very minor, but I just wasn't expecting it. Um, but, yeah, then it's her turn to shoot a little scene in The Farmer's Daughter, so they go to the barn, which, you know what, like, they just wanted a nice place to stay. I don't blame them for kind of being mad. They're going and freaking shooting pornos in their farm. True. They probably wouldn't have been caught if they hadn't have just been doing it all over the place. Fair. But you know what, they gotta make their movie. So, yeah, it's... Maxine and Jackson, they're doing their scene. And then Pearl is, like, peeping in the window. She's playing a little peeping Tom. And, like, I I think Maxine does see her. Well, the first time I watch this, I'm like, does she actually see her? Or is it just kind of, like, 
Pearl just like looking at her but like yeah. I think Maxine actually sees her back but I think if that were me I would have like freaked out and been like um someone is staring at me but she wants to be a star maybe she liked it I don't know um but then after that scene is probably one of my favorite sequences I think and it's when they're all like just like hanging out in the living room after the day Mm-hmm. And they're just like drinking and talking and everything like that. And it's kind of like the first taste we get really of like Jenna Ortega here. Like yeah. she's been around the whole time, but like this is kind of like the first time she's actually getting to talk a bit. Um, they don't even really know what the whole conversation kind of goes. They're just, she's just like, "What is it like? Why do you like doing it?" Kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, they call her Church Mouse, which I'm not fully. I'm kind of like confused by what that means but I think it's um she has a cross necklace on and I think it's maybe because like a mouse is quiet it's I was just reading about this so I have to mention the preacher stuff though (laughs) okay okay so we forgot to mention earlier that there's this reoccurring TV scene of a preacher talking about sex and why sex is not good and, like, you shouldn't have, like, sex without your husband or your wife and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so it's basically, oh, what's the word that they used? Hold on. Religious repression. So it's, like, it's basically, like, the theme of the movie. Um... And that's what Jenna Ortega's, like, supposed to be. Like, these people are all for, like, sex and self-love and kind of doing your own thing. And Jenna Ortega's supposed to be the exact opposite of that. And still being the mold of, like, the perfect child. And They really did that really well. Yeah. And, like, saving yourself for marriage and stuff like that. And that's what she's supposed to be. That just makes... Our favorite scene of her, <laughs> even funnier. So much better. Um. <laughs> uh, we'll get there soon, though. Yeah. Um, but during this scene, uh, I also forgot to mention uh, when, I think it's kind of, like, implied, like, when Pearl is watching Jackson and Maxine do their little scene, she's aroused. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she also tries to make, like, a sexual pass at Maxine while she's in the house that, like, Maxine is quick to, like, wave off. Yeah. Um. But then they're all just hanging out, and then they start. They go into like a very random, spur of the moment rendition of "Landslide" by Fleetwood Mac, and it's yeah. everything. It's so good. Um, sang by Britney Snow, of course. Um, Bart and Bella's circa 1970, <laughs> you know. Um, and then it's intercut again with the editing in this movie. It's like intercut between them all singing and then Pearl and she's like getting ready for bed like making herself look all pretty because she wants to seduce Howard (laughs) and then Howard comes home and she's trying to seduce him he's like oh honey you know my heart just can't take it and uh yeah compulsive liar (laughs) yeah come on man just do your wife give her like five seconds you know you can do it um but yeah that's his whole thing she's very like sexually oppressed I guess definitely like she wants to feel sexy and she yeah wants to have it's kind of sad she 
no, it's it's very yeah, sad. it is sad, even though she really creeps me out. Um, yeah. So that's why, like, she's so infatuated by this group of people. Yeah, she's very like jealous of Max yes. and how pretty and young and youthful she still is, mm-hmm. and how people still lust after her. Yes. But Howard has a bad heart, so he can't, and it's kind of sad. Howard um, sure does have a bad heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then they are, it goes back to the group in the house, and Lorraine wants to shoot a scene. She kind of catches them all off guard with that. Yeah. And RJ is immediately like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, you're my girlfriend, no. Um... But the girls just take her anyway. Yeah. And get I all. Mean, there was a scene prior where Lorianne asked kind of Wayne what he thinks about Maxine having sex with other men. Right. Yeah. And he, he says something along the lines of like, he loves her, but she, he knows that she doesn't love the men that she, she does this with. And that like, I forgot what he said. It was something along those lines where yeah. she's like, I know she loves me. And she's just doing a job. She's playing a part. Yeah, exactly. So then I think, I think that kind of puts the idea in Lorraine's head there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Cause then I th- RJ and Wayne have a talk about this. And I th- Wayne's like kind of trying to help RJ come to the term like this is okay. Like it's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, they're also like, RJ's like, no, it's only, we've already got the script all written yeah. up. It's only for two. And they're like, no, we can fit in a third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's honestly kind of sad. Like, honestly, this movie, like, does the emotional stuff, like, kind of really good, which is surprising. Yes, it does. Um, so, yeah, the girls have already taken Lorraine and are getting her already. Lorraine's not going to listen. She's made up her mind. She wants to do it. And this is... One of the best parts of the movie, she gets to go and do the do, and it's just a shot of her and her day of the week underwear. Wait, it makes it even better because it's Sunday, and Sunday is the Lord's Day. It's everything. I love it. It's It's probably my favorite part of the entire movie. It's so funny. I also was getting really nervous that I was about to see Jenna were taken naked, and so glad we did not. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm very glad about that. Um, but also just, like, RJ, like, filming this, he looks so upset. Yeah. And, like, Wayne is just forcing the camera into his hand, and it's just, like, you gotta feel for the guy. You know, you may not, like, agree with him, but, like, it's, it is kind of, like, just, like... I don't know, I was kind of annoyed at him, just because, like, what, now that's happening to you, you have such a problem fair, with it? Like, you're a little hypocrite. Maybe it's just the actor was really good, and just yeah. made me feel it. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, then it cuts to, I think... I think it then cuts to him in the shower. Yeah, I don't think there's anything in between that. Yeah, he just he's crying in the shower and he's so mad. Again, it made me kind of like sad for him in the moment, but like then he kind of becomes a little bit of an asshole about it. I'm just like, yes, it sucks, but like, and yes, she isn't like the perfect angel that you had before, but like, get over yourself a little bit. Um, Because he decides he's going to abandon all of them in. The middle of nowhere, basically. Yep. And so he goes to get in the truck, and he's leaving. And I think it's Don't Fear the Reaper that's playing, which just, like, really sets the scene, and it's kind of great. It's just, like, hard, like, 70s rock music. And he's driving through, and then he sees Pearl 
just out and about and he stops for her and like okay I get it but like if I'm seeing a creepy old lady just like standing in a scary farm I'm not stopping I'm sprinting yeah the other direction she's so creepy throughout this movie why do you stop I don't know um but he stops and he's like oh can I help you like are you okay yada yada and then she like tries to seduce him is like hugging him like feeling up on him and he's like no no like no not into that no thank you let's get you back to your husband and then this bitch stabs him like stabs him repeatedly and brutally and it's disgusting very brutal like he she basically like nearly decapitates him with how much she just like stabs him oh yeah it's disgusting but this is one of my favorite shots, too. Just because... So, it's so good. When she's stabbing him, the truck lights are on. And after she starts repeating him stably, he keeps repeatedly stabbing him. Um, Obviously, the headlights are getting filled with blood. And, like, the scene just starts turning red. It's so good. It's so good. And then she does an interpretive dance, and I don't know why I love this so much. It just, like, it's so, it's not even, like, was a dancer. I would like to say this as well. Okay, fair. (laughs) Um, wait, was, it actually said that she was a dancer? Did I miss that? When she was talking to Maxine? Oh, I totally missed that. Oh, wait, that kind of just, like, brings out, like, she wants to be youthful again, and. Yeah kind of gets a whole new life oh maybe i'm a pearl stan who knows <laughs> um, okay okay um but yeah she does like this interpretive dance to like a really good french song i think it was written actually just for the movie because like when i looked it up oh, really? i think it was only from this um and it's just it's my favorite scene like i haven't stopped thinking about it since <laughs> i went and saw it it's so good and yeah just like this the lighting and everything and like i don't know i wish i could just like put a, the clip in here because it's yeah so good i love it um but yeah then when does it what does it go to next because no one really notices yet i think um lorianne yeah. wakes up yeah lorraine wakes up i'm sorry Lori. you're good uh yeah lorraine realizes that he's missing and she gets Wayne to, like, help her find him. She doesn't know where he is. So they both go searching. And Wayne... Oh, sorry, hang on. Does it happen first that Wayne goes into the barn, or does Jenna go run into Howard? I think she runs into Howard. Yes. Also, they see... So when they first walk out, Wayne's like, oh, the... The bu- truck is still here, so he's around here somewhere. And I'm like, why wouldn't you go over to the truck? Like, if that were me, I would have gone... Because the truck isn't in the same place that it was when they got there. And surely you would have realized that. So wouldn't you go over to the truck and see if he's in there? And then we could have solved this a lot sooner? You know, people are not the smartest in horror films. <laughs> no, they're really not. And it frustrates me. Um, But yeah, she bumps into Howard. Howard's looking for Pearl. And she's like, can you help me? He's like, yeah, can you help me find my wife? So they go into the house. And uh, 
because I think I think they're looking for a flashlight or something. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So he's like, can you go to the basement? Don't go into creepy old people's basements. No. But that should be common knowledge. But um, apparently she didn't realize that. Um, so she agrees. I'll be a little reluctantly. She is at least a little reluctant to go. But she goes, and it's pitch black down there. She can't see shit. <laughs> um, or is she going to get a flashlight? It's something with the flashlight. I don't know how she gets to the basement. I kind of missed that part. <laughs> I think... I can't remember if she goes to get the flashlight from the basement or if she already has a flashlight and is going to get something from the basement. I don't know. Either way, she has a flashlight. This says, back yeah. In. What's it's that? A, it says... Okay, yeah. And asked Laurie to retrieve the flashlight from the basement. Yeah, so when she comes back up the stairs... The door's locked. Howard locked her in. Yes. And then I think around here, it, uh. We go back to Wayne. Yeah, I was going to say, does the other thing happen first? No. It goes to Wayne, and he goes into the barn looking for, uh, RJ. Alexi hated this part. (laughs) This is probably the least bloodiest, goriest part of this entire movie. But But he's walking barefoot in this barn, and he steps on a nail. And it's a long nail. Yeah, it's so, ugh, my foot hurts thinking about this. There's something, like, you can get stabbed with the knife, and it's fine. If there is a nail going through your foot. I can't even watch that scene at home alone when he's climbing up the stairs and he steps on the nail. No. No. No, it's gross. Absolutely not. (laughs) Which is, like, sad that that is the most squeamish part of the entire thing, because... He winds up pulling the nail out of his foot. and I would have just walked around with it. I'm not pulling that shit out. Oh, uh, no. Mm-mm, no. I would have just laid there. No. I would have. Yeah, no. I, I don't know what's more painful. Both. I would have just laid there and cried. Yeah. But, so he winds up pulling the knife out of his foot. And then he hears something coming from the other side of the barn. So he walks over to where the door is. And there's these two holes. Three. And he looks. There's three. There's three. Oh, there's just two. Okay, there's three. I think there's three, because I knew to close my eyes when he got to that third one. Oh, fair point. I just, I knew it was coming. I'm like, I know what you're about to do. I fucking hate eye trauma. I think that's disgusting, and I never want to see it. You know, that was fine. <laughs> but the nail through the fight was not. Um, he, he looks through the holes. In one hole, he sees Pearl. In one hole, he sees nothing. In the next Does hole, he see Pearl in the first one? He sees, Literally the second, he went, the second one. I don't know. Either way, I closed my eyes as soon as I saw those holes. Because I'm like, I know he's going to get something in yeah. the eye. And I don't want to see it. So, I Maybe believe he did see... A, he saw a figure. Okay. Which obviously was Pearl. And then all of a sudden, the figure's gone. And all of a sudden, there's now pitchforks in his eye. Um, So... Pearl comes around and stabs him through the door with the holes with a pitchfork. Not then, once. But before that, though, it, so she gets him in the eye, but then it shoots immediately right back to Lorraine. Yeah. And she's in the basement, and that's uh, I can't remember. She um, I think she finds the body then. Yep. I don't yeah, remember. I think. <laughs> Yeah, so she finds the body, and it's like, 
I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's literally just a guy chained up and hanging from the ceiling with his pants down around his ankle. I'm assuming he was, like, a sex slave. Yeah. I don't really know, but it's just. But, like, I'm also curious who was a sex slave, too, because it seems like Pearl is a little questionable. <laughs> yeah. Pearl's a bi icon, you know? She is. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so he's like battered and bruised. I honestly thought he was alive for a second. I thought I saw him breathing. He's very dead. I'm pretty positive yeah. he's very dead. Um, which maybe is why Lorraine is locked in the basement. I think. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. It like kind of annoys me that we just don't know what this man is doing there. Like it's never yeah. fully said. Why I really he's hope that's there. explained in the, in the me too Pearl movie. Um, but this is the other shot I was talking about scene transition-wise that I hate, but I love, and it scared the shit out of me. So, like I said, it, this scene kicks off after Howard gets, I mean, Wayne gets stabbed Stabbed. in the eye, Mm -hmm. and then Lorraine goes to turn on the light to the basement, and then it freaking shoots immediately back to Wayne with him going back, because Pearl yanks out the thing. It's disgusting. I hate eye trauma in movies. It makes me squirm. It's disgusting. And I just, like, I close my eyes during that scene, so I'm like, oh, it's done. It's fine. I don't, we're not gonna see it again. And then a freaking jump scares me, and you see his eye fall out. Yeah. Did not need to see it. I was really honestly good. This is the other part that really confuses me, though. How the hell does she get around that barn so quick? True. She walks so slow in this movie, man. And then all of a sudden, like, she freaking yanks the thing out of his eye, and then five seconds later, she's walking into the barn. But she has to go uh, literally around the entire around barn. Around the entire barn. <laughs> and I don't know. It makes no sense to me. It really bothers me. Does she stab him? No. I think she just pokes him with the, <laughs> with the thing to make sure he's dead, which is really funny. And then yeah. she covers him up with hay. Yeah. At least she gave him a nice proper burial. Yeah. Um, but I can't get over just like the way she walks in, she kinda like waddles a little bit when she walks yeah. in and she's so slow and I'm it's this movie's kind of funny and it doesn't it act is. like mean to me, I don't think. Me. Um, but yeah. Uh then Howard goes to I think this is around the time No, I think Jenna's already found out that not Jenna, Lorraine's already found out that she's locked in the basement. Yeah. Yeah, so then Howard goes to the guest house and asks Jackson uh, if he can help him find Pearl. Wait, does Je- does Jenna try to... No, Jenna. Lorraine. Maybe she just called her Jenna. Out. Yeah, I know. Um, um, I think she starts banging on the door. Oh, but okay. Howard has turned up the TV. And again, the preacher is playing on the playing. TV. Which he's... Which is important. Very important. He also likes to say this one line over and over again. When not ex- I will the not light, accept a laugh I do not deserve. deserve. Yes. Yeah. Again, important. Yes. Um. But yeah. So then Howard goes to the guest house. Jackson, I think, is already up. He's drinking out of a milk carton and has like missing children on it, which I think yeah. is kind of like a fun That's ode to like the seventies when they used yeah. to do that. Um, they do really good at set designing this, like, just mm-hmm. all those little details that make you feel like you really are in that time period, which I really enjoyed. Um, so, yeah, then, 
this scene also really got me. Jackson just like walks to the door and you can just see a silhouette of Jackson. Naked. Yeah. And it's just hanging. All hanging out. It is just all hanging out. And it's so funny. It's kind of great. And then he's like, let me go get my draws on. <laughs> and then he comes out and he's going to help Howard. Um, I think he's literally in his boxers. And, like, that's, like, the worst outfit to just wear if you're not going into a forest to go try yeah. to find an old lady. But, you know, do you, boo. Um, but he, they go out into the, is it, like, a forest, the woods? I don't know. Um, you're in the swamp, like. They're out of a swamp, basically, where where uh, Maxine was swimming yes. early in the movie. Um, I for, I actually missed this part when I first watched it because it's so dark in this movie. Like it's so yeah. flipping dark. I mean, it um, takes place at night, so <laughs> yeah, it's very dark. Um, but Jackson finds a car in the pond, and then I don't really know what's that. I'm assuming that's just like maybe that's the guy in the basement. Yeah. I'm thinking that's it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of, like, confused about that. But then I think Howard is in the water or something like that. No, he finds Howard's flashlight in the water. So he's yes. like, oh, my God, Howard fell in the water. I'm going to go save him. Uh-huh. Um, but then he goes over to Howard, and uh, Howard shoots him. Yeah. Like, oh, because... There's, like, an ongoing thing about them both having served in the military. Yeah, they're both Marines, I think. Yeah. And Howard says something about being a Marine before she shoots. Jackson, yeah. Jackson, thank you. It's... I honestly think this was supposed to be, like, a plot twist that Howard's a bad guy, but, like... Were you really thinking he was a good guy? No, I think it was more of a plot twist that... Pearl was a bad one. Yeah. Just because of how infatuated she was with them. I was like, I mean, yes, I definitely sense jealousy. She's definitely a Scorpio. Loves oh my God. And, hates and gets jealous. I love that. Definitely a Scorpio. Um, but I just like didn't expect her to start killing people out of jealousy. Yeah. Howard was. I just thought she wanted to fuck all of them. That is the sequel I want. Yeah. <laughs> that is the porno they should have made. Stop. But while Howard is killing Jackson, Pearl has come into the guest house and starts getting naked. Ugh, and, I hate this part. <laughs> and goes in bed with Maxine and starts it's cuddling so up against creepy. her. It's so creepy. This she also, also... Sorry. You no, she, like, starts caressing her, starts And, like, her. blood. She has blood on her hands. Oh, yes. Off on... Uh, it's so creepy. There is another movie called The Glass House that I watched years ago, and it scarred me for so long, where it's Diane Lane's character, and she climbs into bed with the one girl, just, like, she just falls asleep in there, but she's had just done drugs, so the next morning, she's dead, and the girl rolls over and just finds dead Diane Lane staring at her, all, like, strung out and, like, gross, and that is exactly what I thought was going to happen here, and Ugh. I was terrified. I'm like, if I ever wake up and just have a random person sleeping next to me, I'm going to literally die on the spot. Like, that's terrifying. Yeah. And make it a freaking creepy, naked, old, bloody lady. No, thank you. Nope. Um, But yeah, so that happens. For some reason, Maxine doesn't wake up during all this. 
Maybe she just thought it was I mean, she strange. definitely just... Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I think it was maybe, like, because I sleep alone. Yeah. So I would realize it, but, like, maybe she just thought it was Wayne. Um, but then... Does Howard go back to the house after? No. I don't know what happens in between this. Um, no, maybe Howard does go back to the house, and that's when Lorraine tries to break out. I think that is when it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, or it's after this. I don't know. But at one point, Lorraine is, like, tr- finds she finds an axe in the basement. Yes. And she starts hacking away at the door. Obviously a Shining reference. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> you don't, um, That's immediately what I thought of. <laughs> sorry. I was too focused on the fact that I was scared she was going to die. Fair. Um, But she's, like, chopping out the door. And then... For some reason, it takes her forever to try to find this lock. I'm like, girl, you have a literal body-shaped hole in this door. Just poke your head out and look. Fair. And also, how do you not see the guy come into the house? So true. And also, how quiet is this guy? <laughs> this, I loved this movie when I went and saw him. We have to, like, change my rating to two stars now for all the plot holes I find during yeah. this. Um, but yeah, oh, this part's so gross. He's like, again... Finger and hand and foot trauma just is an immediate no for me. Um, but Howard comes up and he's like, I told you to stay in the basement and be quiet. And, like, smashes her hand and, like, breaks her finger. It's so gross. The bones are sticking out. The fingers are nasty. It's gross. I don't even know what he hits her with, but it's freaking nasty, man. I think it's an axe, too. No, it's the butt of the gun. The butt of the gun, like, decapitated, like, cut off her finger. Yo, yes. her finger well, he is, like, smacks it up by... against, Well, it's already on the lock, so it's up against, like, a piece of metal, and he, like, smacks oh. it a few times, and bleh, gross. Mm. Um, but, yeah, he forces her back into the basement. And then, around this time is when Maxine wakes up, mm-hmm. and she finds Pearl next to her in the bed, and she screams bloody murder. As she should. As she should. Meanwhile, Pearl is just sleeping so peacefully. Just living her best life. Um, but then her screaming wakes up Bobby Lynn. And it goes into one of my favorite sequences in the entire movie. Um, Pearl runs away. Like, runs out of the house. Yeah. And uh, Maxine is, like, trying to scrub all the blood and grossness off of her from this old lady. And Bobby Lynn is looking for Jackson as well. But then she runs out and she finds... Pearl standing on the dock and she's mm-hmm. like get away from there it's cold you're gonna fall in like it's dark just come here and wraps a blanket around her it's being so sweet so nice and she's like my I almost was a nurse you know and was being all sweet and then <laughs> I think Pearl just calls her a whore yep and then Bobby Lynn's like wow okay screw you then and just kind of like goes to walk away and Pearl fucking shoves her in the water fine no big deal but then an alligator jumps out and eats her. Yeah. Someone gets eaten by an alligator in this movie, and it's honestly kind of everything. It is. Like, there's not a lot of movies that you can say that aren't just pure creature features where you can say, someone got eaten by an alligator. And I just think that should be included in more movies. 
I like knew it was coming too because obviously, like, why are you gonna show an alligator without like them actually eating someone? But I knew it was, it was too, still, but like, it was very satisfying. It was. Um. But yeah. So she dies, and then Howard comes out onto the dock, and this is kind of when you realize they're kind of like in on something together. Yeah. It's like they have a really weird relationship. Maybe they're soulmates. I guess they are. Um. But. Yeah, so Howard comes out, and they're kind of just, he's like, I got you one in the house, in the basement. And she's like, I wanted the other one. Because she's in love with Maxine. Yeah. I don't particularly get why she chose Maxine specifically. That's why I thought there was something Yeah. linked between the two, because she's so fixated on Maxine. And, like... I just, I thought maybe it was, like, that's why I thought she was, like, some older version of Maxine from the future. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, are you just trying to be your old self again? I don't know. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, then Maxine is in the guest house and hears Howard and Pearl coming back. So, she hides under the bed. And uh, Pearl and Howard come in because, of course, they come in that room. Yeah. They're planning to kill Maxine as well. Yeah. They start talking about all the people they killed. Yeah. They get, you know, they get their rocks off on it. Yeah. Um, and then it's actually, it's sweet for a moment. <laughs> Briefly. Yeah. When Pearl's Briefly. like, yeah, very brief. When Pearl's like, you never tell me I'm beautiful anymore. Am I beautiful? He's like, you're the most beautiful girl in the world. And she's like, I wish you'd tell me that more often. And then she kind of gets herself naked and kisses him. And then he's like, my heart can't take it. And she's like, just try Howie. And as then, like he didn't kill. Yeah, he didn't have he didn't have the the energy in his heart to you know do the do. But killing people, fair game. No, fine. Fair game. Um, but yeah, then we get a, a prolonged and very gratuitous and very uncomfortable sex scene between two 80-year-old murderers. I love how you say 80. I think they're like 100. Yeah, maybe they are. The aging makeup is so wild. Yeah. Um, you know what? Nothing against old people getting sexy time. That's just not what I want to It's so say. uncomfy here, though. The fact that they got off in the first place because of how many people they killed is just so gross and weird. No, it's it's a nice little foreplay. It's fine. Weirdest form of foreplay. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you have an old people kink, this movie's for you. Stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then Maxine, another thing that bothers me, she like pushes a full nightstand out of the way. How did that not get their attention? Wouldn't that be loud? I don't know, man. Maybe their moment was louder. It was. She was screaming for Howie. Like, yeah. Howie, he should have been in the movie. He should have been in the. He should have been the farmer and the farmer's daughter. Clearly. Um, but yeah. So Maxine gets out from under the bed, and she runs back to the main house. Or, no, sorry, she runs to the um, truck first. Yes. I don't think the key... Are the keys in there? No, uh, she slashed all the tires. Yeah, she did. But she... 
ghosts to grab the gun now? I think she hears Lorraine yelling inside first, and then she grabs the gun. Okay. And then she goes in. Okay. Um, and this is, like, this whole scene is, like, so wild. It all happens so quick to me. Yeah. Um, but she finds Lorraine in the house, and Lorraine is just like, get me out of here, get me out of here. And she's like, these old people are fucking crazy. And Maxine lets her out. And then Lorraine starts cursing at her, and it's like, you did this. I hate all mm-hmm. of you. I hate you all so much. The way she delivers that is really funny. <laughs> um, I think that goes back to more of the religious thing. Like, she's yeah. like, if I would have been, this also kind of goes back to Scream. If you were a virgin, you'd be living right now. But obviously yeah. now she's not. Yeah, bad um, things happened to her because she decided to do the movie. And it was Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, so she lets her out, and she goes to run out of the house. This was unexpected. When I tell you my jaw fucking dropped, yeah. she runs out of the house and just gets, like... Immediately. Yeah, just, like, immediately, she gets shot, and her whole body just does a freaking backflip, basically. Yeah. She's just KO'd on the freaking porch. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as that happened, I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I was not expecting that. Um, and then it's so gross. You see her body, too, and it's, like, they must have got her, like, I don't know. Her whole, like, range. jaw is basically off. It's disgusting. I think they were, like, standing on the side of the door and they shot her when she been. came running out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they drag her body inside because they're, like, oh, self-defense. Because yeah, they they want house, it's self-defense. You're letting these people stay on your property. <laughs> but, Okay. Um, I'm like, how are you going to explain the dead guy outside of the truck? The dead guy in the garage? Yeah. It's fine, whatever. Um, but they, yeah, they bring her inside. And Maxine is, like, just around the corner and is kind of, like, watching them. Yeah. And then Lorraine, like, kind of, like, I don't know, I thought she was already dead, but she, like, spits up or, like, takes, like, one last breath or something like that, and it scares Howard into a heart attack. That gives him a heart attack. Yeah, that gives him a heart attack. Um, it scared me, too, though, girl. Yeah. Uh, At this yeah. point, I don't think Maxine's hiding anymore, either. I think... Is she? Howard, I don't think she is. Okay, yeah, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, uh, Lorraine makes some kind of noise and scares Howard, and he starts having a heart attack. Oh, I think this is when Maxine walks out. Oh, okay. He starts having the heart attack, and then she's, like, pointing the gun at them. Yeah. And Maxine is, like, not Maxine. Uh, Pearl is, like, Pearl. call an ambulance. He's dying. He's having a heart attack. And Maxine is, like, fuck you. No. <laughs> um, this, yeah, she uh, wants to know when where their keys are. Yes. And so Maxine, uh, fuck, I keep getting their names mixed up. Pearl tells her, like, they're in the kitchen, they're in the kitchen, whatever. Uh-huh. And then uh, she tries to shoot Pearl. But this is where I said, pay attention in the beginning, because there is a part when uh, Howard is aiming the gun at Wayne. Wayne is like, oh, I keep a unloaded gun in my truck, too, because it scares people off just the sight of it. So I, like, immediately clocked that. I'm like, 
that's going to come back. So then when she has the gun later on, I'm like, girl, there's nothing in there. That makes sense. I should have mentioned that earlier. I didn't know it was unloaded. I kind of thought Pearl found it. No. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, it was, like, mentioned earlier that he, like, keeps an unloaded gun. Got a gun. Just the sight okay. scares people. So as soon as she aimed that gun at Pearl, I'm like, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> Not at all. Um, But then... I don't even really know how she gets out of there. No, she doesn't. Pearl oh. takes the shotgun yeah. and aims it at Maxine. Maxine <laughs> dodges it, but the backlash from the shotgun knocks Pearl into next Tuesday. And <laughs> Sorry, the entire scene is kind of really funny. It is. Pearl literally goes flying out the front door. They're, yeah, they're in their hallway. And it's Jenna Ortega's uh, like Destiny, and they both just fucking get launched and it's yeah. it shouldn't be funny but it is it's so funny it's, um, yeah. so she yeah no she gets launched literally through the door yeah. and breaks her hip oh my god no I feel kind of okay like I'm very sensitive to old people yeah and this whole movie I'm like nah they're too psycho I don't feel bad for them at all but then here she's like my hip help me and I'm just like I'll help you <laughs> Um, but then I'm like, no, no, you're a murderer, you're a murderer. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, um, yeah, then, uh, obviously, Maxine has, does not help her. No, she has the keys to the car now, and she's going to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, and she's like, it'll be our little secret, because earlier when they were having lemonade, when they didn't want Howard to find them, Pearl was like, it'll be our secret. So then it comes back here, and Maxine uh-huh. is like, it'll be our little secret. And then she gets in the truck, and she runs Pearl's head over. Yep. Again, head stuff. Don't like it. It's disgusting. I knew it was coming. Like, as soon as she got in that car, I'm just like, great, awesome. Um, Yeah, it's very gross. Very gross. Um, But then Pearl's dead. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Maxine just gets away she snorts some coke and she, and she says freedom i will not accept the life i don't deserve. yeah but i don't think this is like i think the last thing in the movie we see i think so so it goes back to like says, the beginning yes it goes back to the beginning and they're searching throughout the house and the TV is still playing with the preacher. The preacher then talks about his own daughter, who is a prime example of sinning and what you should not be. And he shows a picture of Miss Maxine. Maxine is the preacher's daughter. Which is pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Um. And obviously, like, this has been shown in multiple scenes. Like, people know who Maxine is. Well, yeah, which I feel like kind of brings back a lot of, like, the stares yeah. she got in the gas station. Uh-huh. And, yeah. And I feel like that's why Pearl was so infatuated with her. Like, considering that they definitely watched this preacher talk before and know what Maxine looks like. But it, this is what confuses me. T- I 
think I mentioned this before, is, like, they're so infatuated by Maxine, but, like, they're killing them for making the porno. Yeah. And, like, I feel like it also really ties into the guy in the basement, but, like, we don't really know why he's there and how he got there. Yeah, I think the only way you can speculate that is just that he was used as a sex slave because Howard can't. But at the same time, like... He did. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand it, really. I hope that's... Sorry. I hope that's answers that we get in Pearl, though. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, Pearl is the... uh, Prequel. Prequel, yes. And it's going to focus on Pearl, obviously. Yeah. And we know nothing really about it. There's a trailer. Try this. It's kind of hard to piece together what it... Yeah. It'll really be a though until there's more information released on it. I think it's releasing later this year, though. Okay. I think they, they filmed it all together. Yeah, so they filmed X, and I think halfway through X, Ty West, who wrote the movie, was like, I have an idea for a prequel, and then asked Mia Goth if she would want to go and film. And I guess none of the cast knew about it. Like, they didn't know that there was, like, this whole prequel thing until afterwards which I think is kind of fun I think it'll be interesting to see though because I'm kind of curious how she got here although it's going to be very confusing to me it's going to be like I don't like when actors play different characters in like a kind of sequel or something like that like they did it in Riverdale with the kids playing their parents in the flashback episode they did it in what was it oh Fear Street that's what it was Fear Street confused me so much Uh... I don't know if you watched it no, I didn't. But part three, it, like, goes back in time to, ni- uh, to 1666, and all the actors from the first two movies are playing characters from the 1600s, and it's just so confusing, and I can't really understand it. So then here, I'm just like, am I just going to be seeing Mia Goth only as Maxine, or am I going to be s- able True. to, like, distinguish the two? I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was trying to find something about the guy in the basement, but someone points out in this article that they found on Reddit that all the deaths in were foreshadowed. Do tell. Okay. Um... Okay, not all of them. Several of the deaths were foreshadowed. Okay. Um, the Pearl brutally stabs RJ, but his girlfriend, Lorraine, Lorianne, I why do I want to keep saying Lorraine? No, it's Lorraine. It's Lorraine. Oh my god, I'm going crazy. Lorraine realizes that he's missing. She asks Wayne for help to look for him. The amateur-born producer searches in the barn where he actually steps on a nail. He hears something coming from the other side of the back wall, but he doesn't find RJ when he looks through the peepholes. Rather, a pitchfork suddenly emerges and stabs him in the eye. Earlier in the film, Wayne says regarding the porn film, people's eyes will pop out their heads when they see this. This is clear piece of foreshadowing for what's to come in the character's future. Ooh. Next, Bobby Lynn tries to help the elderly woman when she spots her near the near the lake. However, she doesn't take Bobby Lynn's kindness too well. As a result, the old woman pushes the young woman into the water where an alligator brutally kills her. If you look closely toward the beginning of X, Bobby Lynn can be seen leaving a building with the image of a blonde woman having her swimwear ripped off of her by an alligator. 
I picked up on that, but I didn't like get it. Put the yeah. two together. I knew that there was a crocodile on there. I'm like, oh, that's just. Yeah. I know there's gonna be crocodiles here. Max Jackson also tries to help the elderly couple when Howard asks for his help in looking for Pearl. They search the darkness together, but they separate for a short time. The old man ultimately shoots Jackson and kills him. When the group first arrived in the cabin, Jackson mentioned his military service. He explained that farmers pointed their guns at him back in Vietnam, so he would prefer to not deal with the back in the United States. My mind is blown. This one, this is one that has to do with the cow. Finally, Maxine kills Pearl during the film's climax. She manages to get in the van with the keys, but the elderly woman continues to taunt her. Maxine decides to put the van on reverse and run over Pearl's head, turning it into mush. When the group is headed to the cabin in X, they pass a truck that hit a cow. The front of the vehicle and the ground are covered in its blood and guts. A shot prominently shows the tires running through the cow's guts, displaying a very similar shot to Pearl's dismiss. This movie is fucking brilliant. Yeah. I oh like my god. That's our foreshadowed and I don't That's know. That's so it. cool. Yeah. I wonder if that obviously has to be intentional, I think. Oh, absolutely. The deaths missing from the Reddit's post include RJ Lorraine, Lorraine and Howard. However, the film certainly does drop some clues to their deaths as well. RJ's motivations to film the adult film include making a quality movie that will allow him to break into cinema. He's constantly talking about getting the right shot and tries to capture the drama in what he's shooting. RJ gets the most artistically shot death as Pearl has a short, ethereal dance sequence covered in his blood after killing him. Oh my god. This movie's too good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Wayne calls Lorraine a church mouse because she's soft, so soft-spoken. However, she understandably becomes a blubbering mess in the third act. As a result, she takes it out on Maxine and runs out of the house shouting, ultimately taking a gunshot to the face. X constantly pulls attention to her quiet nature as characters try to get her to speak up. Her death is perhaps the loudest in the movie. <laughs> Finally, Howard ultimately dies of a heart attack when Lorraine's final sounds in her death trigger it. However, the foreshadowing of his death is perhaps the most obvious. Howard is noticeably winded throughout the movie and even talks about having a poor heart as the reason why he can't have sex with Pearl. This movie's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm bumping up my rating to five stars. <laughs> <laughs> it gets the half star back. Fair, fair. Wow. Yeah. Now I want to go rewatch it. I love that they foreshadowed all that. Yeah. Still don't know what the point of the guy was, but like you said, I hope they talked about it in the Pearl. Yeah. I think the most obvious thing is it just was like someone they kidnapped because Howard couldn't do it. But like also just. But I really think she's gay. So when Howard also says, like, when they first get there, he's like, you told me it was only one person. So maybe he was planning to kidnap Wayne. Oh, maybe. And, like, that's what they rent out this house for, just to kidnap the people and keep them for Pearl. (gasps) Maybe they're running a really sick and twisted brothel. You know what? Maybe. I mean, it also makes sense as to how they got rid of the car. Yeah. Because, honestly, like, I don't see them going out to kidnap them. Like, the ad in the paper is to lure people there. Yeah. How did they push the car into the lake? But, you know, Howard doesn't get winded by anything else. (laughs) Maybe they just, like, 
brought it, like, they drove it up to the thing and then put a rock on the pedal? Oh, maybe. I don't know, man. Uh, but, yeah, I think... Is there anything else we wanted to mention about it? Um... Cinematography, cinematography was amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Like, watch it for that alone. Yes. I just, soundtrack I, is really good, too, actually. Everyone always says the soundtracks and movies are great. I never pay attention to them. I actually forgot to mention this. The, like, just kind of, like, background. It's not even really music. It's just, like, they take, like, the moaning that they do in the movie, and, like, in the porno, and they kind of, like, make it into, like, some creepy background sound. Along with, like, some weird, I don't know, you would just have, would have to, like, listen to a scene from it. And they just, I don't know, it's really edited, like, really cool into, like, some kind of, like, weird background stuff. Okay. I like it. It's interesting. Um, And, again, like I said, they do really well at, like, portraying that decade. Yes, definitely. I also really like the color scheme of this movie, even though half of it's the dark. Like, whatever is in color is, like, super vibrant and pretty. Um. I want to actually, there's another movie he, uh, Ty West, who did this movie, uh, made called House of the Devil, I believe. And I think it has Jenna Ortega in it as well. Um, but that one's set in the 80s, I believe. So, like, I kind of want to watch that one and see if it kind of, like, compares to this one. Mm-hmm. And, like, how well he does the decade stuff. But he did really good. Um, I never actually watched anything from Ty West, I don't think. So, I'm kind of excited to go watch more of him. I just looked up his filmography. I feel like the only other thing... Oh, The Innkeepers. Um, apparently there was um, some Easter eggs from The Innkeepers in there, which he also directed, but I've never seen The yeah, Innkeepers. Yeah, I have seen so. that. Um, and then... I've never heard of VHS. Oh, VHS is a big one, actually. It's like... um, It's all kind of like found footage. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be really creepy. Good. Oh, me and Goth is playing Pearl. Yeah. I don't know. I hope they'll do it. Good. Yeah. Um. Oh, he also did Cabin Fever too. Cabin Fever yeah. is disgusting. I'm sorry. Okay. No you know he did that. a lot of actually really good stuff. Okay. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Clearly a very like horror only guy. Love that for him. He was in Your Next. Who was he in Your Next? I just watched that. Oh my god, wow. He died pretty quickly. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't really think... No, I would just like to say I'm not a horror person, so for me to say that this was actually like a decent movie, even though I have nothing really to compare it to, but as long as it didn't scare me shitless and it was pretty to look at... I'm yeah. Sorry. Even as like an actual like horror fan who has watched a lot of horror Mm -hmm. I can say it's really really well done I don't know if I can say it's really well done but in my opinion it's great well done I think it's honestly kind of like maybe like a good starter a little bit it's not like it's not terrifying I don't think it's gonna keep you up at night it may make you do double takes at old people yeah but um it's definitely one like don't like watch it if you're like 14 but like you know if you're like enough and you want to get into horror movies i think it's a decent start it's one. like the same level as scream 
Yeah, just a little bit more like gratuitous and it's foreign yeah. sex. Yes, definitely. But I think like everything else kind of, it does kind of feel like just like a teen horror, like something you'd watch at like a slow Yeah, party. yes, definitely. Um, which I like. Also, if you like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre but wish it was like a little funnier and lighter, maybe you'd like this. Yeah. People have described it as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, We like what we wanted the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre to be. Okay. So that's interesting. Um, just with a lot of sex added. Yeah. Um, yeah, really good movie. I highly recommend it. Lexi, who is petrified of horror movies, enjoyed it. So yeah. that should tell you right there. It's okay. It should. And it doesn't rely on jump scares either, which I appreciated. There was, I yeah. think, three I, that I got really me. I really didn't even, like, fully jump. But you also yeah. feel, like, more attention to it because you watched it I also theater. watched it on the big screen. Yeah, fair. Full blast volume. Like, I couldn't escape it. Fair. Um, yeah. That's X. I have been wanting to talk about this movie since the second I saw it. I was yeah. so excited for this movie. Lived up to all the expectations. I loved it. It has a really good rating on the letterbox, too. The 3.6? Yeah, and for, like, a horror movie, I feel like that's kind of surprising. I, once again, don't know that, but okay. <laughs> Horror's, like, very not well-renowned. It's, like, horror's either, like, in nail it or, like, it's a yeah. huge Yeah, it also just gets, like, kind of, like, snubbed at a lot of award shows and everything. Yeah. Like, people are still saying my queen, Tony Collette, should have won for Hereditary, but it wasn't even nominated at all. But I'll talk more about that when we do our Scavenger Hunt movie reveal. Which, stay tuned, because I think we're filming that next week. Next week. Yeah. I'm so excited. I've I've been dying to talk about the movies I watched. I need to finish the movies. I it's okay. It's okay. I don't think we're recording so like a few days in. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully. I don't know. Um, yeah, stay tuned for that. That's X. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this episode of Enter the Fangirls. You can keep up with us on social media. Our Instagram and YouTube are Enter the Fangirls and our Twitter is Enter Fangirls. Make sure you follow us wherever you listen to your podcast, and we can't wait for you to join us on our next week's episode. Once again, I'm Lexi. I'm Sam, and this has been Enter the Fangirls. Girls.